Should Christians boycott Disney? There's been so much talk on the internet recently with Disney's Snow White coming out. I feel like anytime Disney puts out another movie, more people are talking about boycotting Disney, which is fantastic. I think that's the way it should be. Uh, and then you also have Daily Wire coming out with their Snow White. It's like the competition. I'd love to see it. It's really fun to watch. And today we are going to be talking about are we boycotting Disney? In our last, well, a couple of videos ago, a couple podcasts ago, Elisha and I talked about our favorite movies growing up, movies we want to show our kids. Some of those are Disney movies. So we are going to talk about, are we taking our kids to Disneyland? What are we doing with showing our kids Disney movies? Do we have Disney Plus and all things Disney in today's episode. If you enjoyed this episode, give it a thumbs up. Don't forget to subscribe if you're watching on YouTube and uh, join us. Hit the download button on um, wherever you're listening as well. Become a what do you call those? Are they subscribers too on the podcast? Listeners? Yeah, I think you can su subscribe on the podcast. Yeah, we never really talk about that. We talk about leaving ratings or reviews that we are so grateful for. Um, but why don't you hit the subscribe button as well? And we will see you every week. The Now That We're a Family Podcast. Well, Katie, I feel like I'm ill-prepared for this episode. You've got a notebook full of notes you know what's going on in the, I don't even know what you call that space. Is that is just the entertainment realm? You're talking Disney, you're talking Daily Wire. And I mean, I get my news from NPR and Albert Moeller, and I haven't heard them talk about this topic recently. So you're going to have to fill me in here a little bit. Yeah, I know. It's probably... Things are things. Things seem to be all over the place when you like watch one YouTube video, and mm. then all of a sudden it's like everybody's talking about this, and it's like, well, actually, just your corner of the world's talking about this. Yeah. But I do think that it's something. Um, you know, there's obviously buzz around Disney and their new movie, Snow White, and Daily Wire kind of snuck in this thrown together trailer about their of their Snow White before Disney even got their official trailer out, and they're pretty frustrated about that because they haven't even had time to win their audience over with their trailer and already uh, Disney wire slapped something together. And Dude, we're like, Disney we're, wire, that Disney wire. Awesome. Oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, so just a second, let me get this straight. Yeah. Daily wires coming out with their own snow, snow white. white and they got their trailer up before Disney. And now Disney's upset at daily wire. Yeah. Well, I figure, I, I feel like daily wire is getting pretty big then if they're able to, make Disney upset. Yeah, it's, I mean, I don't know where these people are getting their sources. I'm not fact checking anyone, but the word on the street is that Disney is asking Daily Wire to share their script with them and their plot so that they can make sure it is not a direct remake of their original 1937 Whoa. Snow White. Because if so, they own the rights to that. But the original story, this original Snow White story yeah. was a fairy tale so is that pu fairy tale. is it then public, public domain? domain so the original story is but if they you know which i'm sure daily wire did not go and do an exact recreation sure. of the 1937 version I, would, I mean i would hope not and that is you know something that we have talked about even before we talked about whether or not we are going to boycott disney which we actually haven't talked about so this is our first conversation regarding the subject is we've both acknowledged how our favorite Disney productions are not original Disney stories. Like Disney hasn't proven themselves to us that they're good at creating their own stories and their own, their own writing. Obviously they, their adaptations have been very effective and very good, but all the, all the classics, all the good ones, obviously, like you said, are old fairy tales or their, their old children's stories. And so it's really kind of fun to see other people, taking those stories and be like, Hey, well, let's, let's give it, let's give this a go. Let's see what we can do with this. Yeah. And, it, and I think it's, sorry, I like totally cut you off there. No, I wasn't really going any further. I was just <laughs> going to stop there. I feel like with the movies and stuff like that, Elisha and I were having this conversation because the Disney, you know, what I accredit as Disney stories I think are culturally very important. Hmm. You know, Cinderella, the glass slipper, the fairy godmother, the, you know, Peter Pan, the little boy that never grows up. All these things are culturally referenced a ton. If you don't know Disney, what I was thinking of is Disney. I was like, you really are going to miss a lot 
in the in the world that we live in. And then it was so cool because I got the original, it's a gorgeous book. I actually wanted to show you guys it, but I don't have it. It was an Easton Press book of the Jungle Books mm. that Rudyard, is that how you say his name? Yeah, old Rudy. <laughs> Kipling, we'll refer to it as Kipling, thus forth, henceforth, forevermore. Rudy Kipling's good. Rudy, okay. Oh, yeah, it's Rudyard, I think. Anyways, that that awesome guy, he wrote The Jungle Book. I'm reading it aloud to the kids because it was on a book list that I wanted to read to them. And it, I'm like, whoa, 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 I need to take a step back. Everything that I'm saying is Disney because that was my first recollection of hearing these stories are, like you said, they, they're older than Disney. Mm. And when we think about the stories that Disney has that really they're, they're brilliant business people and Walt Disney was a famous uh, an incredible businessman. When you look at the actual storytelling, a lot of the original stories are far richer mm. than the animated versions. And he was also this pioneer in animation, but we've kind of stepped away from that being important to our children. Mm. Animation, we want to actually get away from that. And so, and then, and then the other stories that Disney has done well with that have been really popular, they have bought from other companies. They've either bought the franchise or they've bought the company in and of itself. Oh, you know, like, like Pixar, Pixar or... and DreamWorks. I don't know if they've been officially bought by Disney, but um, they've definitely partnered with Disney hmm. on different films like Madagascar. 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 Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, um, or like they've bought Shrek, they've bought Star Wars, they've bought Marvel. Hmm. You know, they bought sure. these stories and then just kind of destroy them yeah and those ones aren't even as pertinent when it comes to our parenting i think no. some of the things that we would want to expose our children to are those stories that are have stood the test of time and our cultural references you mentioned peter pan you think of yeah i mean you even think of robin hood you're like oh man the number of books that are great you know renditions of that story are far greater than obviously disney's adaptation of of that movie even though i did love that that movie <laughs> the little yeah. fox version yeah <laughs> yeah uh, that one's pretty great uh but it is kind of fun to think i mean you even think of swiss family robinson you know that book you think of robinson crusoe which uh, obviously like there's a couple different disney versions of that they never call him robinson crusoe uh but yeah, i'd, like I'd rather actor yeah exactly shipwrecked or um yeah there's a few renditions what are they? Of it. i don't I even forget know. what it's called it's what the movie's called um but that's kind of fun to think about actually introducing our kids to these stories via the the original source, you yeah, know, like the source material. It's always really exciting when you realize, oh, we don't have to compromise on this. Because I think that we've seen Disney for a really long time, ever since I was growing up, as kind of this tainted entertainment source. And going back to growing up, my family had a lot of issue with Disney before now conservatives are having an issue with Disney, oh, yeah. I guess, with like the woke agendas and all their movies or whatever. So that wasn't your family's issue. That wasn't our issue yeah. with um, Disney. And I would argue this goes way back with Disney, even their their agendas and stuff like that. We were allowed to watch uh, Cinderella. But then I actually, when I started writing down movies that are really popular, even with the old Disney stories, um, some of their concerns were, okay, Little Mermaid. Oh, yeah, that's racy. Well, yeah. <laughs> Same with uh, Jasmine. And, yeah, that was Elisha's favorite princess. So. Whoa. Whoa. Um, but yeah, little, obviously clothing choices aren't ideal there. But for us, it was her um, like Little Mermaid going behind her dad's back. A lot of the princesses go behind their dad's back. Or even in Peter Pan, the dad's a total buffoon. Like he's just a dork. And Peter, and Peter, oh, Pan. Peter Pan, like Wendy's dad, you sure. know, he's just yes. like, yeah, you can't, you can never find his cufflinks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what a bum. <laughs> um, and then obviously my parents didn't have this hard and fast line when it came to magic and sorcery and all that, because obviously Cinderella, you could argue would be more harmful when it comes to those things, because they, they portray magic as the fairy godmother and it's all sparkly and beautiful and it's not like demonic or you know sketchy at all i guess but like bed knobs and broomsticks we were never able to see that or um 
Sleeping Beauty mm. because of Maleficent. We were never never able to see that. When like the dark magic was this big theme in the movies. Mm. I didn't see any of these until I was like, I don't know, after I got married, mm -hmm. I guess. And, and, and I feel the same way about showing them to my kids. I'm just like, yeah, we'll skip those. Aladdin. Yeah, I would say like the sexuality in a lot of Disney's movies are kind of like, like in Hercules and Aladdin. It's just like not ideal. Sure. You know, it's anyways. So, and then also even with a lot of the Pixar movies, we didn't watch a lot of the Pixar movies till we were older either. Cause you have like the Incredibles and yeah, that's, you know, people have argued it's a great family story of a family banding together and you could choose to see what you want to see often in movies. Yeah. But the kids' attitudes in that movie and the way that the kids end up making the right decision by disobeying their parents and right. going and joining the mission mm. is is undermining that authority. And so it's just not ideal. Finding Nemo, that kid's a brat. Mm -hmm. And again, you just never know what kids are going to pick up. As a parent, it's like, whatever, he's obviously a brat and then he gets in trouble by it. So it proves that it's not good. You know, you should listen to your dad. But I my parents just saw it as being more harmful than good. And so we didn't see it till we were in our teen years. Mm -hmm. And, um, I don't know. I, I respect them for that. So again, and then a lot of the movies with like ice age and Shrek and again, I said, what is Madagascar? Yeah. They're really coarse and crude mm. and inappropriate mm -hmm. in my opinion. So anyways, it, it always was a mixed bag. Yeah, so even prior to, to the very overt agenda to push like very woke ideology, you had reservations on a lot of Disney products. Yeah, there were like five Disney movies when we owned Disney Plus, or when you know we rented Disney Plus that we would show to our Subscribe, kids. Yeah. Yeah. What? <laughs> what? What? What did I say? I'm saying there's only a few Disney movies that still fit our cr criteria, even yes. with the older renditions of Disney movies that yes. we would show to our kids. Hey everyone, I wanna take a quick moment to tell you about our online music academy called votebergmusicacademy.com. Katie and I actually started this online music academy seven years ago, and over that time, we've been able to see thousands of students go through our courses and learn how to play the guitar, the mandolin, the fiddle, the piano, the ukulele, and bring music into their home. And we really curated these lessons so that you're able to learn with your child or you're able to learn by yourself and then bring music into your home and play with your kiddos. We even have it so that you can, you know, subscribe to one course and have three of your kids take the same course. So it's really cost effective and you're able to go at your own pace and bring music into your home. Go to VoperMusicAcademy.com and check this out. Okay, listen up. This is where it gets really good. If you enter the coupon code YouTube at checkout, you will get 10% off each month's payment because it's a subscription. It's a reoccurring payment. So if you put that code in, then it's 10% off each month. So, I mean, that can really add up over time. So bring some music into your family's home. Go over to VoperMusicAcademy.com. I'll link it below. And you guys put in that coupon code and go learn how to play some piano, guitar, fiddle, mandolin, ukulele, your choice. Yeah. Like even Snow White, their original, we didn't show that to our kids because it's just like really creepy it with the creepy. witch and stuff. Yeah, it is. The whole conversation around boycotting, I think I've been really lazy in, and this is probably a propensity for many people. I know it is for me when it, when it comes to cultural things. I hear about it and I don't enjoy being up to date on the news or on drama or on controversial issues that are being discussed, you know, in real time. And they just, they kind of like, they bore me and they also bring anxiety. And I also feel like there's always so much deliberation before there's a conclusion. And so I think I take the approach of like, I'll, I'll come back when something's been decided. But with a lot of these things, nothing's really going to be decided unless you, you make the decision to decide for yourself. And so when I say I've been lazy, I think that when it comes to various, yeah, when it comes to various consumer goods, you know, whether it's Amazon prime or Starbucks or um, yeah, Disney. And I'll, t I'll hear people say, Oh, I'm never, I'm never shopping at Starbucks again. Part of me doesn't really want to know why, you know, cause I'm like, I can't, there, it's very convenient. You know, I, I know that I can count on a Starbucks on my road trip and grab a cup of coffee. And, but at the same time, I admire people that know why they're doing what they're doing and they live accordingly. And so people, 
anytime somebody's living accurately and in line with their convictions, there's something to admire about it, even if you disagree with those convictions, because far more people claim to do some claim to believe something and, and they live the opposite. And that's never admirable, whether even if what they're claiming is good. Yeah. And they're like, I'm never going to do this. And then they do it. It's just kind of like, well, you just shouldn't have said anything like nobody would have been judging you now if you didn't even bring it up. And so anytime people do live in accordance with their convictions on those things, it is admirable. And I think that's why I've never wanted to make a claim on never going to target again or whatever, just all the companies. Cause it's like, well, geez, I don't know. You know, I don't, I don't know if I can follow through with that, but I think it's a good conversation to have around Disney. And I think we're, we're doing it in a way that we feel like we can make action. We can be actionable where there's actionable decisions to be made on our end as parents, which is kind of, which is empowering. Yeah. And I glad you brought that up around this whole topic of boycotting Elisha and I, well, at least since being married, I don't know if you could speak to this. We've never boycotted anything. Not that I can like never on purpose anyway. <laughs> like been like, we are never going to X, Y, and Z again. And this is kind of a tricky discussion because We've talked ourselves in circles when there are some big companies that people are starting to boycott uh, because we respect everyone who's taking that stance. Mm. But then obviously there can be some hypocrisy there when you aren't shopping at Target, but you just buy everything on Amazon, sure. you know? And so I think that's where I've struggled with it, not with judging other people, but with being like, okay, well, if I make this line in the sand, then... I still go to a lot of different places that support these exact same things and these anti-God ideologies. Yeah. And so how do we how do we navigate that? And I guess when it's come to Disney, we've been able to just really feel like with certain things there is this it's it's a necessary evil, I should say for the convenience of it. None of the stores we shop at are actually necessary, but for so, my life, so an unnecessary yeah. evil. <laughs> yeah, but just evil. I, I would say, <laughs> for my life and my bandwidth right now, it is not a priority to. It is a necessary evil because I I need the thing. Does that make sense? For like which which one in particular? Um, for say Amazon. Okay, okay. so like we have Amazon. We've got Amazon Prime. Whoa. There's a there's a lot of issues with Amazon. Um, for our environment, for our <laughs> for local, um, you know. I don't know. I mean, you that's don't. Why, you don't. Okay. I, I, whenever <laughs> no. people get mad that I buy something on Amazon Prime, I I don't know. Well, obviously they're anti-God ideologies, but also just. I guess even that is, I didn't know that's obvious. Like, is Jeff Bezos just giving like billions of dollars to Planned Parenthood? What they fund? Or? Um, I don't know all those things. I haven't looked that up, but I would assume. Um, I do not align with the owner and his belief system. So whatever he is donating to, I can't say I would stand by it. Yeah, I, I don't. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm making an assumption sure. knowing the owner. Um, so I don't know what he specifically supports. But, uh, and then also I do have, when I see how much cardboard and packaging is showing up to my door consistently, I have an issue with that environmentally. Like not enough to do something about it yet, <laughs> but it does rub me the wrong way when yeah. I think of how I'm getting this one package of pencils shipped all the way to my house because I don't want to leave my house to go get it. Or I forgot to include it with my groceries or pick it up at the store. You know, like when I look at the waste that I'm creating in the world, it doesn't make me happy. Sure. And then I think from the others, from um, something else too, I'm not supportive of Amazon as a company when I look at Amazon Prime and we do have Amazon Prime with like their videos. Hmm. I'm not like, oh wow, how wonderful. I am just supporting Christ the, the movement of Christianity with my dollars when I am no. paying for Amazon. Yeah. And, and even just like the shopping local, everything's made or a lot of their things are made overseas. Um, there's just issues with it, okay? We'll do another episode on Amazon. The point is, is that we are, we aren't these purists. We haven't been these purists and we are hesitant to make these claims mm. like we will never, um, and officially boycott something because there are areas in our life where it's like, well, well, we aren't doing this here. So maybe we should just not do it here. And, you know, like with Target, I'd say I don't feel real bad about Target because I probably get something at Target twice a year I get when they have cute dresses or something, I mm -hmm. go to target and get some clothes, but I'm not a big target shopper. So it doesn't really 
stress me out to boycott that or not boycott that because not a lot of my dollars go there. But with Disney, we did decide to cancel our Disney a year ago now or a year and a half ago now, yeah. Disney Plus. Yeah. That was for other reasons. It was, yeah. And I know we're talking primarily about Disney and, and we probably, I, I, I'm the one that brought up all those other companies. And I think the reason I brought them up is because I don't, I, well, I do know what the Target thing because they had their whole uh, over LGBTQ like pushing that big time, mm -hmm. like to children. And, and we, we, we witnessed some of that and we were like, okay, we're out of here. And that was, that was very over and we knew what we were getting away from. We, we knew what we were not supporting. Uh, and like I said, I should probably just become more educated on other things and on other companies that we support. And I will say it is always a blast when you find an alternative and they are a Christian company and you can support them. It, it's just fun. You're like, Oh no way. Like I can, and, and they're providing me, uh, uh, the, either the same quality or better quality, you know, at the same cost or, you know, even a better cost. Uh, and, and I think that there, that last part actually is always the challenge. Like, can you get the same quality at the same cost because we do pay more for things though when it's a company that we support sure and, and we you can you can do whatever you want to do like if you want to pay more because you're getting more than just the product you're supporting somebody then then well, that's great even like keeping things national you have to pay more often to buy a national brand versus something that's been shipped overseas mm -hmm. you know with like unethical living situations yeah and working situations yeah I feel like there's so many levels to this. That, okay, well, let's because keep I this think to the, Disney. Okay, we'll just keep it to Disney. Go ahead. You know, because this can't be like an all-consuming podcast of yeah, all these right. things. It's like way too big of a topic. So we'll go into that. But just like, no, that's our background. Yeah, that's good. Okay, so I wrote down seven deal breakers for Disney. I, I will say I am officially boycotting Disney. Whoa, when this, did this start? This is official. Great. Uh, it's been it's been slow. Okay. As in, we got rid of Disney Plus because we well we got rid of Netflix like two years ago because I hated logging on to Netflix and they just have these big ads in your face of these movies I would never watch and it was just overt sin and I always felt uh, scarred a little bit or slimy coming off of Netflix mm. even if I was trying to go in and, and find a movie, I feel like I had to go past all these movie covers that were thoughts and images and topics that were tearing me down mm -hmm. and tearing us down. And so that was really easy. We got rid of Netflix a couple years ago. And then Disney, we got rid of when they, it was officially after the Red Fox movie. I don't even know what it, it was. Do you mm. remember that? And I was like, I just don't want this in our house anymore. And we were already leaning towards going screen-free mm. and we went screen-free shortly after, but we got rid of Disney Plus because it's like, it's not a safe app. I think I mm. thought of Disney Plus as a safe streaming, especially after we got rid of Netflix. I was like, this is great. I can scroll through this whole thing and I'm not having these overt uh, sexual or diabolical images in my face when I was on Disney Plus. Mm. But it, um. It, it it's not a safe app. Yeah. So okay. So we're we like we said we've been clean from Disney Plus for a couple of years now. Yeah. Or a year and a half. Um, so then what else? Disneyland theme parks. Are we doing that? No. Good. I mean, we never really wanted to, but I just we're just making it official <laughs> I, now. Yeah. Yeah. Like okay. Like you won't see us at Disney. Okay. There you go. I think I can make that claim. Well. Okay. And this is why I'm pretty confident saying that is I don't think you ever wanted to go to Disney again. Yeah. That's why I'm, I was having, the one I'm who really, wanted to take my kids. I really am happy with your convictions here. This is really aligning with my preferences. So <laughs> yeah. that's why I feel like we didn't have to do a big discussion about it before I say this. Um, it's super expensive. Mm. Elisha and I went, we were, we were dating and he paid for both of our tickets and was like, Oh my word. Yeah. <laughs> he offered to pay for my ticket before he saw the price. Um, and then, so it's really expensive and it's just like, you know what, if we are going to go to all that effort to travel with our children somewhere, to go somewhere, to give them an experience that they're going to remember for a long time, there are dozens of other places I would rather go that are going to leave longer lasting impacts and yeah. shape their worldview in a way that I want to shape it. Hmm. You know, I want to go to Williamsburg. I want yeah. to go to the Ark. I want to go to Europe. I want yeah. to go. There are so many places. Yeah, we can go see Handel's Messiah in New yeah. York. Yeah, cool. I want to see that. That's awesome. Like you only have so much money 
and energy and time. Yeah. And with our children, I thought that maybe you should just go to Disney so they could experience Disney, like the theme park, mm. and know what Disney's all about. But at this point, I am just like, it's not on our list of 100 things to do, be or have with our kids. You're right. It's not on there. It's not. And, and it never was even close to being on there. No, like, and, and, and I got to say this. I mean, hopefully this is clear, but if you're taking your kids to Disney like every week and you have no conviction against it and you love the whole Disney thing, that's not an issue Oh yeah, uh, we're just as, we're just test driving these convictions. It's like we're not even we don't know how serious we are no, about like, them. Biblical uh, issue with these things. It's just kind of like for our family. Yes, I think we can be confident in these decisions. And and if my child is you know seventeen years old and their friends are going to Disney and they say, hey, we're going to Disney. Okay, like I'm not going to fall over a bucket and die at this point. Although I do think Disney will be so far corroded at that point that won't be a place that they're going sure. on their own. But anyways, and then also with the awesome stories, like the fairy tales and just incredible entertainment, we're going to read those in book form. Yes. And they're going to get a step above what Disney was offering. No doubt. They're going to, they're going to produce their own versions of them here in our living room. They're going to have their own plays and renditions of those stories there you go yeah they already act some of those things out and i will say i am not opposed at this point okay to like swiss family robinson disney swiss family robinson Mm -hmm. i do adore that and i'm okay purchasing that off of the disney platform you know like if we're gonna rent that for our kids just like rent it on youtube or something exactly because youtube is just this incredible god honoring platform (laughs) you know what i'm saying but it does when you have that extra level of friction and extra level of expense and all those things i'm sure disney gets a portion of those dollars and whatever but it's like it makes you think twice it's not something that's just this easy frictionless thing in our home that we're consistently spending money towards yeah yeah this is good i'm convicted because it's not it's not the right it's not ever the right approach to say well i can't be perfect in any of these things so i'm not going to try and it, as you're saying this that's kind of the attitude i've taken when it comes to boycotting or not boycotting various companies because even just in you mentioning well we're rented on youtube like you said you you automatically go to like oh, oh you know so <laughs> yeah. like look at us and, and you're like yeah well i feel like it's one thing after another when you start drawing hard lines but obviously the the answer isn't, well, then don't have any standards. Don't, you know, don't draw any hard lines. It's no, live according to the convictions as best as you can, knowing that we're never going to find our righteousness in those things. Like we're never no. going to find our hope or our security. We're going to fall short in so many ways. And yeah, you have grace for other people because you know how you fall short in, in various areas, but you still don't. I, I, I think there's somewhere, there's probably a place to live you know, call it somewhere in the middle, some, some balance where you're living according to your convictions in, you know, with, with certainty and with, uh, conviction. And you can tell that to people and you don't necessarily condone what they're doing, but you also don't condemn what they're doing in Mm -hmm. some way. Uh, and I don't, I don't know where that is because I want to condemn over sin. And then there are some things that, maybe people would claim are over sin that I would say, well, I, I mean, it's not as over, but I still agree that it's wrong. I don't know. This is, okay, again, it's a me, whole... Let me give you this example. Okay. okay, so Disney is getting more and more, like when I wrote down like seven deal breakers, okay. it's like, okay, Disney first is an anti-God company, right? And that's that's a lot of the companies we choose sure. to purchase from. So, but but that is strikes against, for sure. Um, also, they're, the feminism is not just coming out now. Disney's been feminist. Oh. Well, yeah, you mentioned forever. the Incredibles, and that was like my first thought with all those. It's like those are so feminist. Yeah, and that's just not a. Those aren't the role models that we want for our kids. Those mm-hmm. aren't the messages that we want coming into our home. So everyone's bringing up uh, this new Snow White, and Rachel, the actress, is saying how Snow White, it's not about Snow White falling in love. It's not about her needing a prince. It's about her becoming the leader that she has always been. Hmm. And I was telling Elisha, I feel like this Rachel gal is just saying what she has been taught to be true for the last 
you know, all of her school-aged years, and now she's spouting it out, and it's very distasteful. And even people who taught her those ideologies are saying, whoa, 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 you are not being a good representative of what it means to be a woman Hmm. and to be a spokesperson for this beautiful character that is sweet, and you are harsh, you're grating on everyone's nerves, and even though... Yeah, she's probably like, you you told me... And she's just like, you taught me! Like... It's, it's kind of sad because that's the truth. And mm. that's what a lot of people are going to be seeing over the next few years is that what has been taught in culture is not actually appealing to the culture itself that taught it. Yeah. And um, so that's kind of sad. Yeah, but, even just the whole, this is probably one of those things too that's going to be like that is is teaching people to fully express themselves and to never you know, shy away from any impulse that they have. Because oh, it's yeah. like just fo- as far as like follow your heart and express your true self, and then people do whatever they think that is, and it's like, well, no, don't like stop doing that. Like, <laughs> well, not that. Yeah, like, <laughs> that's dumb like, and that's awkward and yeah, that's uncomfortable. Yeah, actually, there is a standard here, and that, that's one something that you should suppress. Actually, <laughs> yeah, because beauty and truth are absolutes, even yeah. though there is you know beauty in the eye of the beholder and all that thing. Like God created beauty, mm. and there are things that rub us wrong when we say, no, that is beautiful. That is worthy of praise that is virtuous and there's something in our human i don't know in the nature yeah. of even who if you we don't are. know god's word yeah. where he says it's not where it grinds against yeah. that nature and so anyways i've had troubles with disney's agendas for forever but going to you know what you were talking about with where do you draw the line what's the overt sin right in this new snow white we have the feminism that's always been there everyone seems all shocked that it's there all of a sudden but it's been in all their movies and then you know, the seven dwarves are, we don't know, they're like, some of them are gender fluid. We don't know if it's a girl or if it's a boy. We don't know. Who said that? Well, this is, this is in the movie, in the Disney movie. Oh, the the one that. The one that's coming out. Oh, got it. No, I mean. Not the cartoon. Yeah, I was just like, oh. what? They wow. all had these big white beards. <laughs> okay, sorry, I wasn't tracking. Yeah, but in this new movie, you know, people have issues with how Rachel's representing just the snow white character who's sweet and now all of a sudden she doesn't need any man you know okay and the prince is a stalker and all these things but the dwarves are pushing a very strong lgbtq Mm. narrative Mm. so like that's easy to say okay well that is they're they're trying to glorify sin Mm. right yeah or normalize and like all all those things yeah popularize all of it so that's like that's a valid. Yeah. easy to line to draw. And no that's, doubt. that's what we see with Disney is, you know, they had a character in Beauty and the Beast and it's like, oh, it's this one scene, but there's this couple that is um, homosexual and, and Beauty and the Beast, but they're sideline characters. And so wow, really? in that's the live nice. action movie, not the cartoon. Oh, okay. You remember that. We Got went it. and saw the live action together. Oh yeah, that's right. And it's kind of like, oh yeah, okay. The whole movie was awesome, but there's this one thing. Hmm. And it's starting to be like, okay, there's this one thing, there's this one thing, there's this one thing. It's like, you know, we just don't want any part in it anymore. Yes, absolutely. I mean, I think when you become knowledgeable of something, it then becomes a responsibility to boycott or just to turn the other, walk the other way. I guess I... Maybe it's just because I grew up naive because my friends would tell me about like all the secret meanings and, you know, the old Lion King. Or I was like, oh, really? I never knew that. And, And... I'd be like, what, what, what did that mean? Oh, it actually means this. It's like, oh, okay, I never knew that. And I feel like sometimes there are those things where, again, ignorance is never bliss, but, but there's an element of like naivety that I think I've had with all those movies. And then that doesn't, that doesn't validate not when you come to the knowledge of something, it then is of response. It is a responsibility. Well, I do think there have been conspiracy theories surrounding Disney movies for forever. Like, I still don't know. They say the, they say in Frozen 1, there's a character that is gay or whatever, and I do not see it. Hmm. Like, I truly think people are trying to put that in the movie. Hmm. But it's become more and more obvious yeah. in films. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So like Lion King or whatever, it's like people have been conspiracy theorists about what Disney is trying to get across in movies. and And that does kind of bug me because I feel like... Yeah, Whatever. so this is different than that. This is when what you're talking about, yeah. where it's like it's actually written into the script or it's yeah. in the story. Exactly. Yeah, and I'm with you. And and I never, like I said, it it was for going back to the Target example. It's as easy as like walking through the front door, seeing a couple 
posters and are like, okay, we're leaving. Like it wasn't, it's not like we're, we overlook things purposefully. We're like, you know what? Let's just, let's just kind of act like we didn't see that. I think you and I are both very sensitive to things that are overt or overtly sinful to be like, all right, peace out. We're, you know, we're, we're at, we're out of here. And, and maybe I've just played like the naive card for too long with some things, knowing that, you know, I like a cranberry bliss bar every once in a while during the holiday season at Starbucks. Are you worried that this, like, if we boycott Disney, Starbucks is next on the list? Kind of. I mean, it's like, <laughs> that's what it means. Once you start, then. Well, this is another thing that I think, though, Elisha, because yeah. I know what you're saying. And, but I think when we're spinning, this is, okay, so anti-God, feminism, the transgenderism, becoming more overt in these mm -hmm. movies or whatever lgbtq plus 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 um and then also money spent at some place is money not spent at another place mm -hmm. so it's like a double negative and so when i think of uh money spent on disney's you know snow white we mm -hmm. only see a movie every few months right now mm -hmm. it's not money spent towards like i want to spend money on daily wires snow white hmm. because it's it very well might not be as it won't be as cool as Disney's. Okay. Mm -hmm. Disney's got the budget, but I think that I want to vote with my dollars that way. Sure. And so I think when there's this, you know, if I was going to buy candles from an LGBTQ company versus, or buy them from target or whatever versus, you know, our brother and sister-in-law, I would rather buy them from farmhouse candles. Easy easy or if i'm going to pay money for soap at target or i could support my aunt and uncle with yeah. ben soap that's easy yeah you know one we love the product yeah both i, of these I feel like they've got the best soap anyways and and farmhouse candles are just phenomenal products yeah yeah highly recommend those uh, could, two companies sorry go keep going finish your point well i'm just saying like if we're in centralia and you know like you're going to buy from your family's coffee shop mm -hmm. well your dad's gonna give us the coffee but if it was friends of ours you'd buy there you wouldn't go to starbucks yes so i'm saying if there is a good alternative then choosing to spend money there versus money at some other place is going to be making these alternatives become more successful which yeah. is ultimately what we would like i'm with you and and i'm all about that and and just to clear the record locally i never start stop start i never shop at starbucks uh, because you, you get to know the community, you get to know who owns and what coffee shop and you're like, Oh cool. That's a great coffee shop. We're gonna go there. I'm talking purely like when we're traveling and you're on the interstate and that's what's on the interstate is yeah. it Starbucks and you just want the convenience of it. Um, and I'm with you. It feels good to be able to be a supporting role. Like you said, to vote with your dollar. I guess I don't like, I don't like paying for things that are not good for the sake of, like, I feel like I'm losing at that point. You know, where it's like, okay, I'll pay twice as much and get half the quality, but it's a Christian company. Again, yeah, I, I don't I, either. I, That's why we don't we don't subscribe to Pure Flix or whatever. I mean, exactly. nothing against anyone who watches Pure Flix, but it's like, I don't like the plots. I don't like the acting. I don't like any of it. So we'll just choose to not watch anything. Yes. Or we will get a movie on Amazon. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not, everyone has their own convictions on where they draw this line. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying that if something's bad, just throw money at it. But I think there are companies, more and more and more companies that are starting to grow that have a quality product. And it's not going to be dominated anymore by the big companies that we've always associated with quality. Yeah. Like Hollywood. Yes. When it comes to entertainment. Yeah. Or, um, and it is know, fun. Whatever it is. Anytime you've showed me a movie that was great and you're like, yeah, that was like an independent film and the, producers were christian or the people you know financing it were christian i'm like no it is way more special it's not it's not like i don't get stoked to support christian things and it's even better when they are good and they're and their quality uh excuse me but then going back to this service i know media consumption is one thing and arts and entertainment obviously that's like its own category but then when it comes to consumer goods and and those serving us I know that's not the point of this podcast, but I keep coming back to this. Yeah, well, it is all I, related. So. There is an element of these things serving us. I'm like, man, I'm these things are serving me. They're serving our home. They're serving our household. And that is a blessing to me. And and you can say, hey, like, what are you doing giving them the money? And I can say, like, hey, joke's on them. They're supporting, like, 
a god a godly family that's trying to advance the kingdom and they don't even know it i'm being a little cheeky but but there is some there is some truth i think in that as far as like when you're raising a family and yeah you're in an offensive mindset towards evangelizing and discipling and your mission is able to be supported by somebody that unwittingly you know somebody that might be anti-god but they are unwittingly helping you i don't know yeah yeah and that's why like i'm not prepared to talk on all companies yeah right now but why i do feel like in the area of entertainment with disney it's an easy no amen is that how you feel i'm 100 like? that's why like i you. was only really and that's gotten easier and easier because on this co- one company yes right now. i'm with you and like when we canceled disney plus we didn't we didn't miss that for one second we're like our life instantly got better and with whatever they're coming out with and, and that would probably honestly be the case with most big production companies you know with, with all with like the big studios in hollywood we probably our life would probably only get better if we didn't support them and didn't consume their products and so that gets me excited um especially like i said especially with disney and we're all we're honestly on the tail end of this wave people have been i'm sure a lot of you guys who listen have been not supporting disney for a long time and but i kind of smell blood right now when it comes to disney as far as a lot of their movies are failing and not doing very good and so that's why it's so fun to boycott them yeah no it kind of is it's like (laughs) they're this crippled they were this thing that seemed impregnable pregnant sounds good to me sure that's what a castle is when you can't get in it yeah Okay. Um, it seemed it seemed like this fortress and you just couldn't touch it. And so what was the point? And I'm starting to see these cracks and it's exciting and it feels like, okay, this could have an effect. This yeah. can have impact. This does matter. And we've started to see this um, with some things in local politics here where it's like, yeah. what? We won that? Like yeah. I'm voting for everything now. Yeah. And, and I'm starting to see that... Um, I think with people getting so fatigued this year and all of the um, LGBTQ big, so many LGBTQ big promotions not mm. going over well sure. for the companies. Like the Bud Light thing. Yeah, and the, Bud, the Bud Light thing, Amazon. Bud Light. And then um, even Target, they took stuff out of their stores this year that were in their stores because yep. the boycott. Um, there was that one, I don't follow sports, but you know, there was that one game and they did that one show. Oh, like I think the Dodgers. Yeah. And like people didn't show up for it. Yeah. Again, I'm not like super in this world, but I just hear these rumblings, I yeah. guess. And I'm like, this is cool. Like, I want to lean into this. Yeah. I want to be a part of it. I want to, um, it's not just 20 bucks for a movie ticket. Like there's a lot of Christians. There's a, and there's a lot of conservatives and yeah like you could be one or the other and <laughs> choose to boycott this yeah exactly or both and <laughs> or both yeah because there was that other movie the about the child trafficking tra- child trafficking that supposedly did really good too right yeah like, and that a lot was of money. doing really good yeah and so it's like that was like not from the one of the big companies yes studios, and so that was I guess good you I'm wanted saying. that one to do good yeah and so it's really cool and i guess i i don't like to fight a losing battle which is lame because i should be uh, just living according to principle, principle all yeah. the time. Right. Amen. And not pragmatic. And all these, yes. And all these instances I actually did a debate when I was 13 years old okay. on, should we vote on principle versus pragmatism? Mm. And I chose principle Yeah. because one of the Adams said that the day that we choose to vote, uh, pragmatically instead of on principle will be the day that our country falls. Oh, like John Adams. Are you talking yeah. about or? Well, there's a John Adams and there's a Samuel Adams. And okay. so I just, so you said one of the Adams got it. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't like the Adams family. Okay. But, uh, what did he say? Well, you need to Google the exact quote cause okay. I'm a little rusty, but it was the day that we choose to vote on like basically the lesser of two evils, right? that whole thing. Uh, and we vote pragmatically instead of principally will be the day that our politics yeah. in our country corrupts sure i mean well principally speaking i would still vote for the less of two evils well see that's the problem that was what the whole debate was on but i've kind of changed my stance since then okay. anyways but <laughs> the i'm with you is, though there's way too much pragmatism in christianity and in myself for that myself. matter yeah 
even though I debated this way, I, I opt for the pragmatic yeah, thing. Yeah. And so, so that can be an issue. Anyways, I don't even know where I was going with Well, that. did you get through all your points? Okay. Yeah. We need, we need all of them. Okay. Uh, money spent there is not money spent somewhere else where if we can, then let's do that. Yes. Um, like I want Christian movies and conservative media companies have done a very poor job and I appreciate them for trying, but Hollywood and, and Disney, like they have, there hasn't been any competitor, yeah. but I'm starting to feel like their people will start to compete. Well, just the fact that daily wire said, you said is like getting under their skin. Yeah, it's getting under their skin. I mean, it's obviously... I haven't actually seen any of Daily Wire's movies because they're all a little dark. I don't... I don't think I have either. Yeah. They all look a little heavy. Not something I would watch. Um, But I think there's other companies that are starting to have money, Mm. I should say. It's not like an independent in his garage with a $100,000 budget. Mm -hmm. We're starting to get, oh, probably millions of dollar budgets going Mm -hmm. into films. And I think that the entertainment, entertainment industry does have a chance of changing yeah which is pretty cool um and then we had concerns before so a lot of the stuff isn't new and then Mm. the whole animation thing we're just starting to get away from animation in general Mm -hmm. not seeing that as a huge win when it comes to our kids attention spans or them becoming connoisseurs of film or anything like that yes you know like I watched Cars and Kung Fu Panda over and over and over growing up Mm -hmm. because those were the two DVDs we owned. And I could still quote them verbatim. It was a good time, but it didn't really elevate my taste in any way. And uh, yeah, we talked about them having poor originals, actually. So it's kind of nice. You feel like anything that has been really good with Disney has already happened. Right. Yeah, I don't think they're going to get any better. Yeah, exactly. I don't yeah. think it's like, oh my word, but there's this really, yeah. really good movie. And and that's kind of where we're at with Netflix. Again, we haven't watched Netflix for years. haven't gone on there. But if I, we haven't like boycotted Netflix in terms of like, if they came out with a really, really good movie that everyone was talking about, we might get a subscription for a month and watch it. Sure. You know, it's not like there's hard and fast rules for us with that, but not yet. Yeah. Not the, yet. the reason I'm being all, I don't, I feel like I'm being all wishy-washy here. Cause this is how I'm processing. Cause I haven't thought about this, but everything you're saying is resonating with me. And I'm basically starting the grieving process. I think of some things in my life, uh, which is exciting. Cause every time that's happened, it is an, imp- I think it's one, a quality of life improvement, but more importantly, it's like a conscious improvement quality you know as far as you're like you know what this is one more step of not being conformed to this world but being transformed by the renewing of my mind and it's actually kind of exciting to think about some of the things i kept mentioning and like we we, it's so easy to see it in other people and then i'm now just kind of starting to see some areas in my life where i lack zero zero creativity you know when when it comes to finding alternatives to these things it's like i haven't even tried i haven't even wanted to try and when I think of having finding alternatives to some of these places that I might frequent or might give my money to, it's actually really fun to think about. And yeah. and it would really, like you said, there are there are a few things that we purchase where you and I are like, oh, awesome, because we love the product and we love where the money's going, we love the experience, and I want to support that, and I want more Christians to be able to offer that experience to people. I want to be able to offer that experience mm-hmm. to people. And have it be a win-win, not like, well, I guess you guys are Christians, so I'll buy. I want it to be a good thing. I want it to be a great product and great, uh, you know, great art. And so it's fun to think about furthering that. I know, even as like preparing for this, even preparing for this episode, I was thinking like, okay, Amazon is the big one for me. Like, mm. Target's an easy no. Netflix, Disney Plus. Yes. You know, like Costco, we mainly use Azure Standard. Yeah. Uh, you know, like I was trying to think, where do we spend most of our money? But Amazon. That would be huge, yeah. but it, because I think because I would have to source so many different things. Right. Does that make sense? Uh, it's it like, does. It's such a one-stop shop. Yes. But it did get me thinking like that is kind of cool. Like that we could support independence with books, like, yep. you know, smaller book companies yep. and, um, or I, I don't know where, where that starts. That would be a really big process to, for, for us. Yes. But most of the things I'm you can probably excited. just go to like the company's website, I'm assuming. 
Yeah, that's that is true. I mean, you might pay more, might like not ship as fast or something, but yeah, exactly. I need to get a, it's like the iPhone. I need to get like more prepared because the ease allows me to do things last minute so right. often. Yes. And it's just one click. It's always just one click away. Yeah. Whereas if you so go to easy. the company's website, you have to create an account, put in your credit card information. Exactly. There's just little you things know. where it's yeah, like, you know what? Forget it. Let's, <laughs> yeah, no. let's actually, <laughs> but, but this is the first time. Like Elisha, like like we said, we haven't dabbled in this at all. This is the no. first time we're starting to take steps. We see it as benefiting the country that our children are growing up in. We yes. see it as, uh, I don't know, just making moves in the direction we want to make moves in. Absolutely. And uh, so it's kind of fun. That is fun. I'm glad you yeah. brought this up. And it also creates friction when, like that's what we found with just not having subscriptions, like internet subscriptions. It's a vote for not having that be a part of our life. Yes. Like it's an apparition or an aberration. Which one? Which one's the actual word? Is it an I don't, I don't know. Say apparition it in, or an aberration? Say it in a sentence. I don't, I don't know where you're going with it. Oh, are they both words? I don't know. Aberration? I think. I think aberration. You aberration. say it. Um, I always kind of mumble it because I never really know. It's like aberration or aberration. It's like or, a little dyslexic. Like yeah, where's or, the bump the aberration. on those words? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but... When we go and we purchase a family movie and we rent it for three ninety nine or whatever, yes, it's this special like we're doing this thing. It's not like let's get on and scroll and it's free anyways because we're paying for the subscription kind of thing. Yes, and so I like when there's stuff like that. Same in our lives. Let's go. This okay, is let's this go. Is fun. Cool. Thank you all for listening. Let us know what you're boy- boycotting down below. Yeah, or, we I, would. We would know, love to hear sure, that. I, that. Or maybe let us know where we can find alternatives to those main big companies. Yeah, po- post your companies down below too if you do something. Yes. Because a lot of Christians out there, a lot of conservatives out there, again, either or or both, are looking for alternatives that are great, that are quality, um, where you can just purchase over and over and over and over. You know, I'm looking for a new makeup company. Yeah. I don't I don't want to stick with Beauty Counter. Yeah. Um, but... What, what company do you guys recommend? Yep. Anything. Yeah. I'm thinking of just like denim, you know, just like finding a pair of jeans. Like if I found a pair of jeans that fit just right, exactly. (laughs) And it was supporting a company, but for the, but I just always like revert to Levi's or something like that. Or Wranglers. Got Wranglers for the boys. Hopefully Wranglers is a good company. I mean, if they're, if. If Wranglers aren't a good company, um, I don't know what we're going to (laughs) do. Folks, thank you all for listening. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye.